2: The fast side towards Ono Sullivan. The return pass to Ano Hanlon into the top of the left position over there to Tom Cunningham, who's such a great first half. back to Ano Sullivan. Back to K Ke- uh, Hanlon back to Killian O'Hanlon. These are all Kilshani players. 7-8-9 touches, and and the popping in the session, by Paul Ring came in to win the ball back and win a free for Habulag. And the captain leading by example and quickly gets on with his business and kicks the ball out the left wing. There's a bit of work to do, a bit of running to do here for Killian Sullivan to try and keep the ball in place, shoulder to shoulder with Owen Bulk ball on the ground there was a free committed I would imagine there was indeed on Matthew Bradley There, he tried to pick the ball up pushing the back there that's going to be free possibly a bit of descent as well that might bring it a bit closer to goal for Aha Bullock They finished with a a points difference of plus 22 from their group stages. Remember, they finished top of the table with six points from six from a a Kilshanik point of view. There was real drama. Three teams finishing on four as a goal. First, Kilshanik second. And Gabriel Rangers just being aged out very, very, very narrowly that didn't advance to the latter stages uh, from Group A the championship. The free is quickly taken by Aha Bulgut. Might come back in the direction there of David Thompson or indeed uh, Evan O'Sullivan, but now free has been committed, push on the back on the Kilshanig man, and that's going to be a stoppage in play again. Referee Candice Walsh just coming in there. Pushing the back, I should say, on the man, So it's going to be a free in. Just be an opportunity to get a little bit closer. 11-7 could become 11-8. Matthew Bradley picking the ball up to give it to Thompson. Here's the chance. 23 first half minutes. gone. doing 1-8. Southfields, five points. They've led from the off. The champions in Castle Castelro. An important free now. There was one in the first half that we definitely thought was worried. We were trying to backtrack. But it was that one that's eventually allowed. But let's see on the left hand side of the half-forward line 30 metres out from goal underneath the stand here the number 13 with the right boot David Thompson that definitely is drifting wide can he be kept in play no missed opportunity he'll be a bit disappointed David Thompson he's been really prolific but he just hasn't got the radar in from the free so far today
3: no John but it's a long way out too um, there, there was a lot of hard thing there was a bit of sumo wrestling going on inside um, players pulling one another as the ball was kicked in but it, it had gone out over the end anyway and I think it's the Kilsianic defender that is in difficulty. Is it the fullback I think maybe is inside and the goalkeeper is lining this up. It's 11-7. Uh, I still say of course David Thompson scored 3 now, John Cockley scored 2-5 and that substitute who came on for half-time Patrick Sullivan has scored. I don't know where the 7 point came from but I still believe it's, it's actually 11-6. I tell you what, John. If this game ends up in a one-point game, we're going to have some fun then. Um, number 19 for Habulug is about to come on. That is Nile Barry Murphy, a very famous name, and he's beginning to enter the fray. We'll see. We'll see what
2: switch they're involved in here. Yeah, they've taken off Brian Dineen at midfield. That's the authorization. Now, Hibolic trying to avoid, of course, being runners-up in this intermediate football championship for the third time in 10 years. They lost in 2018 to Kellen 217 to 110. They lost to Grenada by 12 points to 5 in 2013. Remember, Kilshady only came up to this grade in 2019 when they won the County Junior Championship in pretty spectacular fashion against St. James's in the decider. And they've done well. They've uh, negotiated the group stages very well in 2020 21, but haven't got through the knockout stages, they've taken a big step forward today, good to see the uh, defender there, Owen Buck, I think the Kilchanik man is back on his feet, so we'll resume the action, 12 into the second half, with the scoreboard 12, 11 points to 7, the goalkeeper of Kilshanig is Gavin Creeden, he sends it to the middle of the field, the mark is being called for, and it's been won by Jack Toomey and Jack Toomey with a high boomer, inside to the edge of the square, the break of the ball will favour Connor Smith, the left cornerback of Aha, Ball-A-Go. he gave the ball away, he's given it away to Connor McMahon, this could be the edge. He lays the ball off and that is a gift and it is taken by Tom Cunningham into the back of the net and the cornerback who looked in control of the situation unfortunately didn't clear his lines. Cunningham moved over from the left. He took the simple pass out of the hands of Conor McMahon and coolly slotted into the back of the net. one to 7. Yeah well John we said oh, but I said Bullock needed the goal and I'm afraid it's gone the other way and it's my
3: My suspect that I spoke about all through the first half, possible nominee for Man of the Match, Tom Cunningham, took the goal, but I'll tell you what, I will be disappointed, John, because I'd say they would expect you free out there. It looked to be a very heavy challenge. Mind you, you have to play the whistle. The ref decided play away, and uh, they took the overlap and looked for a moment like the door had been shutting them, but they, they relinked the ball, switched play, and he turned and he kicked it to the corner. They now have a, a significant lead, at least in the scoreboard, of seven points, and they killing or handling in possession. It's going to be a long road back. I said they'd need a goal, I have a look, and then I said they might need two goals, and they'll certainly need two goals to win this, John. We need to see more of Matthew Bradley now. We need to see more of Thompson and Evan O'Sullivan. But at midfield, they're being strangled, held. That's, I suppose, why they brought in Barry Murphy. But it's going to be very difficult now, John. There's a significant lead here. And in all these finals we've seen in Hurling and football recently, the standard in fairness is very, very close. There's very little in the difference in these teams. This is the biggest score difference we've seen
2: in any of these finals in recent times. And I have a look it all to do. And Kelchanik, who recovered from a 113 to 9 points loss in the championship to Adjagol coming really back now strong in the second half here, leading by 111 to 7 points, somebody to the kick out they've won a free in the middle of the field, they're on the attack again, good heavy hit came in there legal by the midfielder Ryan Denny but Kelchanik still have the ball, they have it with Ayn O'Hanlon he's been policed by a couple of players transfers it to back to Killian Hanlon. runs at the defence again, held onto the ball and he's won a free as well, the hand of the referee, Kenneth Welch, is up, it's outside the 45 metre line but a strong physical presence of big players down the middle of the field and indeed out the wings as well the likes of Ono Sullivan and Tom Cunningham has been crucial as Kilshanig are attacking here the goal in our right in the second half as I said it's a calm day it's a still day there's no sign of rain thankfully lovely to see it this afternoon in Pocky Creeve after all the rain we had last weekend the quickly taken free goes to a Hanlon it's gone back again to Tom Cunningham as he kicked it this time he hasn't succeeded it's gone in the wrong side and it's left and wide with 11, 111 to 7 points. Only the first wide of the second half so far as the kick-out comes from the Cool Barra this is John Buckley looking up the field su- surveying now what's in front of him he needs to find a man in green and white he channels the ball through into the middle of midfield there's a, a ball to come forward trying to walk the ball through the hands of or O'Sullivan he got the ball from the other substitute Niall Barry Muffey and he's given it back to Barry Muffey and he gives it into Adam Muffey who's racing up the left wing the hand pass inside now towards John Cox. the space now the ball comes back out to Evan O'Sullivan he's got a kick from outside it was half blocked down inside and it is tidied up in the defensive Again by the cornerback back there as Shane O'Connell he gives the ball back to his goalkeeper. And eventually they find a way out in the left hand side of the half back line and they might find a bit of space. But Paul Ring was up there, he robbed the ball and won a free back for our ball. Look, Their calls now is becoming pretty urgent at this stage. They need to try and eat into that advantage and the advantage getting bigger as the half goes on. 111 to 7. 46 and a half gone here. And at the far side of the field, it is a free to kill Channing, which Killian O'Hanlon takes it, went to Strado. Ryan Denny, he picks it up and will. A quick snappy hand pass he gets to Ahabaluk moving towards goal here's a scoring opportunity it's gone to Thompson gone to Bradley maybe ball is spilt inside again though just in the danger area and picked up here by Colin O'Shea who races out from his defensive position for Ahabaluk got it out the field all the way towards Kieran Toomey he slipped but got himself back on, on his feet again before Evno Sullivan could intercept and he sends the ball out left to Killian Orhan who just slips the ball over the head of Paul Ring to give it to the runner down the far side that is Paul, that is Cunningham again over there. Then transferring the ball back a few meters, Cunningham and Kieran too with the 2 colour fouls, leaking, splittingly, both of them having a huge impression in this game, and that one is kicked on the fast side by, I think it was Cunningham actually they look they look quite alike Kieran Toomey and Cunningham playing a 1-2 it was Cunningham who kicked it over that's point number 3 for him off the right boot 1-3 One One for him now John <laughs> This
3: ball just went outside the 21 the 20 metre line to give you a heart attack the way that came across uh, Bullock really you would feel for him really because they can't get through that's a teak defence you know the way they're trying to work goal chances they're always taking the extra pass, hoping they can break that defence. They've been used to scoring goals for fun in this championship, but this is a better defence than any years they've met. They are very, very cute, that street-wise, and they're not allowing that space inside, and to cut him off, they're coming at him again.
2: Yeah, and they've got a lot of Paul Ring, he's fisted the ball in- inside, they're going to try and keep going and try and create something. They've got it back towards Keelan O'Sullivan, and he taps it on the bar for a point. That's one back, that's one twelve to 8 points. They're almost at halftime in Castle Road in the Camoge, and Shandun have led from there off to defending champions in first half stoppage time they lead by 198 points against Southfields. We'll wrap that action up for you at the conclusion of this game and indeed have postmaster action from Castle Road a little later on. Right now to focus very much on this Intermediate A Football Championship final 112 to 8 points in favour of Kilshanig against Aha Bollock who seem to have the ace that seem to have the winning of this cup, the Sean O'Sullivan Cup in memory of the legend from Azagol from Beira. Can they see it through? Darrow Sullivan at right half-forward. Back to Killian or O'Hanlon. Being marshalled there by Ryan Denehy in the middle of the field. It's been a, a busy afternoon for the two midfielders there. Back towards the full-back of Kilshanik Owen Bock. And he sprays the ball across to the left wing. And down the left wing they'll go with ono Sullivan. Plenty of outlets here. Gahabullah cannot afford to concede another big score. And still going down is Ono Sullivan again. Got a bit of space there at the left half-forward. Stepping away from a couple of players. Heading into the... All being challenged by Paul Dilworth and Shane Tarrant. But he's still going inside and eventually the ball is being won and the referee has penalised the defender for fouling uh, on Sullivan who seemed to pop up in that movement two or three times and eventually persistence paid dividends. We have a change as well coming on the Kilshanig team. going to tell you about that. It's Conor McMahon who's going off. I think it's Killian Murphy who's been ready number 19 to be brought in but right now Kilshanig with a close range three over from far side of the field. It should be a handy tap over point probably for Tom Cunningham. I think he's going to take it from that side 1-3 at the moment on the board he could be in line for the man of the match Gong. there's a couple of players out there in the blue and gold Tipperary style judges that could be as Cunningham takes a, a run back and right footer gently puts it between the poles one team plays 8 points at the moment off comes McMahon on comes Killian Murphy Yeah but that last incident John that drew the free was a classic example of the soup of the um,
3: better physicality of Kilshanig he'll break the tackle and keep going got the advantage the ref called it back The Ahabalag defender was not able to uh, take possession, dispossess him and he ended up conceding the free. and that essentially is the difference between these two teams. Um, Physically, uh, um, Kilshanig have imposed themselves on this game and whatever about the pace and the cuteness for getting goals of Ahabalag, we haven't seen it today
2: because they've been blown out of it really.
3: Look at it here now again, they're getting caught in possession.
2: A good out by Billy Casey played Noel Barry Murphy into the action and into Keel North who's running through the Kilshanning defence racing forward oh the hand pass just didn't reach his target and they've intercepted in the middle of the field with Kieran O'Sullivan, and they're going to drive forward and the ball is into the path now of the numbers at the number five going forward Bill Courtney, he's found his way all the way forward he's going to give the ball to Tom Cunningham again can he land another one? the nod to the umpire indicates this a point Cunningham is having a day to remember on the top of the red Top of their left position there. That right foot has not failed them. A goal and five points he has delivered as they lead by 114 to eight points. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, when... See where Kilianna Henland got to that ball again and the experience and the speed and the strength in the air, the aerial ability. Very good there again. But Cunningham, uh, for me today, you know, I, I, I was talking about him after 10 minutes. One five in this game. One point from a free. Got the only goal of the game. Uh, really tremendous performance, John. He's certainly man in the match territory.
2: See you there. Here's the fullback back at the other end of the field. Owen Buck getting it back to uh, Gavin Creed. Now Harbolik trying to close down the space, trying to make it difficult for Kilshani to come out with Brian Gear on their centre-back. Gets the ball over the head to Colin Moshe, who's raced from right back. So many willing runners right around the field. A couple of heavy challenges came in there. Niall barry Murphy wins the ball back for Harbolik, but he went out over the sideline with it. That's going to be Kilshani's ball right on halfway here. They have a lot of physical presence, as you mentioned, but they have a lot of willing runners. They're also a very fit team, John. The
3: their physically conditioning is very good but I'll tell you another applauded skin to the referee some referees now seem to have decided that you can't shoulder a man anymore even when the ball is there but in that occasion Kilshanik shouldered the player out and the referee other other people would expect referee to give a free he didn't and he was right it was a fair shoulder and I'm glad that, that at least
2: with some referees it's not going out of the game well handled ground by Killian Murphy, that's a free out from Maha from the sideline was taken so they'll build up the left wing again. Up it goes towards uh, the number 17, Parik O'Sullivan, trying to make progress, lays the ball to Keelan, Keelan, Keelan O'Sullivan. He's in the top of the left position at the moment, gives it back to Matthew Bradley to try and pull the strings and call the shots and give the ball over. A chance coming in from the far side of the field, this is John Corcoran with the for I think coming in. It went across the goal. It was the corner forward, in fact, Kiel Nusslund, who kicked it. Right-footed across the goalkeeper, but wide at the far side as he kicked it. It was Matthew Bradley, interestingly, trying to pull the strings, trying to get the killer pass, trying to set something up for somebody inside. It didn't come off. It remains 114 to 8 points. That's 17 points to 8. What it doesn't remain on the scoreboard is the clock is with it and the clock is moving at a fair pace. It is now 53 minutes gone. we're halftime in Castle Road in the Komogi and it's 110 to 8 points now in favour of Shandun against Southfield so it's a 5 point game there in Castle Road here it is 114 to 8 points it's a 9 point game here with only 7 minutes remaining Kilshani looking in control of their own destiny certainly unless something special can happen Adam Muffin might try and pull a few strings uh, for uh, our ball he lays the ball off at the far side scoring chance coming in from the right half back Billy Casey, he lays the ball off the kick comes in eventually from Matthew Bradley it's a high dropping ball inside two fists to the goalkeeper is strong and brave and he comes out when you come like that with the two fish you made it the size of contact and he definitely did ball is still the way to Brian Guerin and from defense into attack Kilshannig want to try and zip forward at the far side. Work to be done. Challenge came in from the far side. Paul Ring and Billy Casey defending there. But Giron has ran all the way forward. Lays the ball off inside. Just like the uh, substitute Killian Murphy trying to get his name on the scoreboard. Went on the right, then brought it around on the left. And Killian Murphy becomes another scorer. The substitute gets his name on the board. One fifteen to 8 points. It's a day when Kilshannig are delivering. Couple of changes coming in. Michael Toomey looks like he's coming on here. And there's also a change on the Aha Bullock team. Jack Murphy is coming on. So the change sees Ono Sullivan going off and uh, Michael Toomey coming on for Kilchanig. Big round of applause for him as he comes off and Jack Murphy to try and do something special in Aha Bullock. One need reminding that they lost a the Hauling final here a couple of years ago to Airog, the 20 final, which was played in 2021. They've lost two finals already in the past nine seasons. It looks like maybe it's going to be time unlucky again. 115 to eight points. They need goals and they need them very, very quickly here. Evan O'Sullivan to try and get them moving to Adam Murphy inside the last six minutes of this contest here. Up to Mathieu Bradley. Bradley lays the ball off, gets it back again, challenged inside the 20 metre line. The hand is up. That's going to be a free and they'll take that all day. From that point of view that won't bother them they want to go for the goal quickly though the referee doesn't want to take him from that position so it's going to be retaken but Kilshani can afford to foul there John 20 metres up from goal there won't be damage done really there at this stage
3: Well for the most time they, 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 they didn't have to foul but they can, they've been able to afford to fall for the last 10 minutes because they've totally control this game One fifteen to 8 points you know at half time they were 8 points so they've got 1.7 in the second half alone Tom Cunningham being the shining star the two handlands are controlling the game Kieran Toomey has very much come into it as well I think um, but you know they're strong all over the field that Bill Curtin there other five is enabled by as well that the full back is a good player they don't need at this stage uh, they won't concede goals that easily they, they can afford to take a few cards because um Ahabolog, you know what, John? Did Ahabaluk have one clear goal-scoring chance? Maybe they want to win across the goal there after they found his target. But really, they have never blitzed the Kilshani defence at all in this game
2: and therein lies the reason Kilshanig are well in control and I wonder where are in consolation territory there as David Thompson just kicks that ball over the bar and now bullock looked to send in Paul De Toomey at this stage instead of cornerback Paul Dilworth. the other man uh, that came off there a few moments ago interesting story for Kilshanig's number 12 Owen O'Sullivan former jockey big hussy family of course and he's a brother of Maxine O'Sullivan who's a point-to-point correspondent here on C103 so it looks like there'll be celebrations in Kilshanig Jomahan Breen go through Lombardstown and Lantan this evening, if things stay the way they are one fifteen to 9 points, only 4 minutes remaining, Kilshanig, you always feel they go forward, they can be scores and the Maha have tried to roll the dice, tried to make changes but they haven't really walked Eno Hanlon at the far side, with possession, 60 metres out from goal to Killian, two of those will be mentioned in high run as well when the match review is there inside to Killian Muffy, wants to make his impression as well, back to Eno Hanlon, is available as well, he's got one point already, he might fancy another one, doesn't get the ball, comes back to Brian Guerin, fist the pass across the field now to the top of the right position here and this is the this is the run here of Darrow Sullivan who's huddled to the ground as he tried to take, take on the cornerback that would be another yellow and it could be another point for Kilshanig One fifteen to Kilshanig 9 points for Arbolig at the moment and Kilshanig 3 years on from winning the Junior Football Championship looks like they're going to take another big step momentum is everything they won by 22 points to 11 11 points to winning margin in 2019 against St. James's in the Junior Football Championship Right now they're winning by 9 points, 115 to 9 points, but they could be winning by 10. If this effort goes over the bar, it looks like Kieran Toomey is going to take it. He's been good with the left foot. Toomey makes no mistake. It's great to have two colour followers that are that good, one with the right foot, one with the, the left foot. They really miss Kieran Toomey and Tom Cunningham. And physically, again, big men, John, able to win
3: their own independent ball, uh, able to uh, swat fellas out of their way. and. Um, you know, I won't say it's men against boys, but there's no question or doubt about it. I look, are a smallish team. Uh, they rely on their footwork. They rely on smart play. Um, they're line being this blitz defences that are maybe not as organized as so as here today. with Kilshaniger a significantly better side here. I mean it's now a nine point game and um I think look they are worked it all. Uh Bullock will be disappointed that their forward
2: scoring machine hasn't come good. They're going for the long ball here. Two minutes remaining on the clock plus stoppage time. Long delivery inside there should be enough blue and gold there to prevent the danger of Evan O'Sullivan and Ke- Keelan O'Sullivan and David Thompson inside the referee is going to give him a free end all on the 20 meter lines to be the replica of the last incident the 20 meter free no real option but a tap over point for david thompson as well which is only cosmetic at this stage in terms of tightening the gap no changes in any of the halftime scores we gave you in the premiership 10 minutes into the second half when the last 90 seconds of normal time here 116 to nine points at the moment in favor of kill shannig it's going to be a day to remember it will be a night to remember for the places i mentioned of course jermahan and breen and gothru and lumberstone and Lantan. there's going to be a lot of local areas and a bit of the sin came in there just as I was looking to see if David Thompson line up the free. I think there was a bit of the sin came in so the referee, I think that was the reason, has decided to throw the ball up on the 20 meter line. Brawl was brought down inside by the number 12 Adam Murphy He's tried to lay the ball back now. It's come out this near side to Evno Sullivan. He's gone left again with it. Might get it back again. He's almost rugby style trying to walk his way through back to Matthew Bradley but there's so many blue and gold judges there that there's going to be no way through really and one of them tried to come out with the ball there and he is to free out Kieran Toomey, the man that got the score at the other side of the field. It's difficult, it's frustrating from an Ahabolic point of view, I'm sure from their point of view they felt they were coming in with a really good chance of winning this game. Now from a Kilchattic point of view, what an occasion, they can empty the bench, the former carryman Willie Maher, Richard Ryan, Maxie and Marcy O'Connell and Joe Creeden, She substitute made in the one go, now that's something that you can only dream about coming down the home straight in the county final as we go into stoppage time. Just keeping an eye on who's after coming on there to give him a name call. Connor Muffy is one of them, on. I think David O'Sullivan, uh, Jack Carney might be on as well there. Meantime, Ahabaluk, tried to do with the defending to try and keep the score as it is at the moment. It's double scores, 116 to nine points. Paul Ring, unfortunately, helped to keep the victory speech for another year to up the wing. He gives it towards Brian, and now Muffy Muffey walking his way forward. Foul there, and the Ahabolic man outside the D, outside the exclusion zone. And Ahabolik. Very frustrating. Little they can do. There was a bit of descent there, so the free is going to be nearer the goal on the 20-meter line, but it's not going to change the complexion or indeed the ambition of Aha Bullock with so many players back. It's very, very hard to make any progress, John. No, absolutely not no. I mean he, he,
3: he, what's he going to do here? Will he tap it over the bar? Will he try and manufacture a goal chance? Um you know the harder they try the worse it gets for them there's another sub coming on. There's, we have a uh, we have a, a roll of the, of honour here now coming in. We have another sub coming in number 20 Conor Murphy for Kilshanick and um they're, they're they're just running down the clock now and they have, and they have a further sub coming on. So 18, 19, 20, 21 are on and uh, there's another guy coming on there's a bat boss kicked over the bar by Thompson and certainly Thompson has the highest scorer in this championship without a doubt I'd say he's out to get in four he's out getting five today you now, one from clay but uh, 17 is in now as well killing O'Connell so all five subs are in for Kilshanock A great day for them, John, and a great day considering they won the hurling last week. And I think they have to play County Junior Hurling Championship next weekend. So they're going to be busy boys. But uh, good victory for them. Great great for the two handlings, after all, their injury problems. um,
2: The referee is going to call it here. Team Ministers, Tapasamahabola gamely keeping going as they go up the left wing with Billy Casey. They're still trying to eat into that Kilshanig defence, which has been very resolute all afternoon. Kilshanig will go back to the day that they just edged out. Gabriel Rangel by 11 points to 10. If that result didn't go that way, they would have been out the championship because Gabriel also finished on four points along with Kilshanig and Adjagol. So small, tight margins. And Remember, they recovered from a defeat in the championship. All the good work of Ahabola, of course, coming through. The only team of the 16 to come through with 100% record in the Intermediate A Championship but unfortunately at the end of the day it all matters in the knockout stages and Kilshanik have been more ruthless and particularly in this final as they play out time now with one of their substitute, Connor Murphy back to Owen Bock, 116 to 10 points after David Thompson's last point gallantly. No question about it. A looks such a proud club. I've got to keep going till the last whistle. But Kilchanik have this one in the back pocket. Killian O'Hanlon out towards Killian O'Connell. Substitute getting a run, getting a involved in the game, and it's a lovely feeling to come in at this stage and be able to enjoy coming down the last couple of minutes as Ano Hanlon plays keep ball inside his own half of the field. His influence was big in the game gives it to Kieran O'Sullivan another man in the middle of the field who was big as well and they're going to give the ball all the way back to the goalkeeper maybe for his last touch Gavin Creedon in our hand, and O'Hanlon has followed the ball all the way back I'm looking at the clock with only 10 seconds remaining 116 to 10 points at the moment Creedon gets it back again the sun has got behind the clouds but there'll be bond for us to brighten up this late October evening when the cup goes back this evening it will be a famous day Uh, Falling on from the holding last week, the Whistler sounded and Kilchannock are County Intermediate Football Champions. Three years on from their journey, which saw them win the Junior Football Championship. They have deservedly won this. 116 to 10 points. There was a lot of talk about Mitchell Stone in this year's championship, but when Kilshanik put them to the sword in the semi-final of the championship by 215 to 9 points, eyebrows were raised, a had won 410 to 17, a lot of chat that would be a great final full of inventive attacking football, but Kilshanik took control after 10 or 12 minutes, John Fintendale. They never looked like relinquishing what they had.
0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be.